0: Welcome to Hannibal
1: After Buzz After Show. It is episode three, season two. Hasun. Hasun? Hasun. Hasun? Hasun. How soon? How soon? Right now. Okay. All right, excellent. I'm Joe Sanfilippo. I'm joined by the lovely Julia Kearley.
2: Hi, guys, gentlemen. Hello, everybody.
1: I'm also joined, I believe, for the first time in uh, recorded history uh, by the magnificent, the munificent, the currently scruffified. Nando Velasquez.
3: Thank you very much. Uh, I think recorded history did not start two weeks ago, but okay. That's right, a you fair point. Say, if you want to say recorded history, the first time this season.
1: This is the first time we have Nando this, this season, season on on the Hannibal.
3: Usually I can only make the nighttime shoots. we I'm uh, making a rare daytime appearance. This is very
1: exciting. Yes, I'm, I'm not excited.
3: a vampire. I'm not a vampire.
1: No, and it looks like you got some sun. You look and you look conscious. You look <laughs> I'm very scruffy. <laughs> this is good. Said, both of us are really scruffy. I
2: know. I, I love like a scruffy man, so this is you, good. You are surrounded this is, by this scruffification. Is my Thank you. Thank you for thinking of
3: okay. me. You're welcome, Julia. That's what we're thinking of.
1: We are missing Mr. Joseph braswell he is uh currently in denver he says he's working i am fairly well convinced he will be getting debauched so if you're in the denver area hit him up um (laughs) now we just blew joe up we just totally blew him up all right so uh let's get right into this 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 was such a good episode this was dense this was like dense cake i don't know i'm going like dense like super thick rich cake cake. (laughs) um nanda what was your what were your impressions of this episode
3: Oh, this! It was so good. <laughs> That's my impression. Uh, my impression is episode. You're crazy. No, I'm not. No, um, I'm all over the place right now. <laughs> I I enjoyed this episode. I really like where they're going. The, you got to get Will to trial. We got to start moving this story forward. We started. We got to go start setting out. I, um, I was really concerned that this might turn into a procedural with Will in prison and uh, and Hannibal or one of the other people always going on getting information from them. So now it's great to finally move this forward. I agree with you. There you go.
1: I agree. I, I
2: agree. The forward trajectory of this episode was uh, was much needed, I think, and um, and beautifully executed. Uh, I think this was another knockout Jack episode. He was yeah. phenomenal. He's been killing it this season. Mm. Killing it. They're
1: giving him more to do, they're too. Giving they're him giving a him a lot to more to do. To do. And,
2: and uh uh I, I just I love him in general um i, I this episode just kind of knocked my socks off. I was really excited by it. I love this show so much I agree <laughs> with you guys
1: it and it 's so well done and and Nanda, what I love about it is exactly what you said. This is not a procedural right now we are We are telling a story, and we're're we're, we're, we're doing it slow and we're and and this this episode they they just like uh, i don 't know how to describe the dialogue was so dense. Mm like if you took the time to really go through each scene you're like man this is this is, you, I mean, you can let it wash over you but if you let it, if you kind of delve into it it is dense man um all right well we start this thing a- in Will's cell and Will is having a dream we start with that backwards clock and we see that Will is executing himself right yes. all right so we've got Will strapped to an electric chair and then the other Will dressed in a suit is he is he Hannibal in his dream
2: I don't I don't think he was Hannibal in his dream I don't you know. Th- I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. No, but his I think- tie would have been much bigger.
3: I was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> his Windsor would have been much bigger. Yes, yes. But he was somebody because he he can take on the persona of Cause, other killers. Because like, you're
1: everybody in your dream,
3: right? Yeah, he's everybody in his dream. So, but I think that definitely, uh, perhaps his his whole he's frying his own brain. I think that's that's the key right there. He's frying his own brain. Yeah. And someone as super analytical as himself and also suffering from, well, at least last season, encephalitis. Although I will say this season, this episode in particular, he was hallucinating a lot for someone who is apparently not Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, apparently doesn't really have that problem anymore. He seems to be hallucinating quite a bit. Uh But I, I definitely think there's a there's an analogy for what he's doing to himself.
2: That imagery of that uh, electrocution was was really chilling from the veins in his arms oh, to, yeah. the, to yeah. the tremors throughout his body. Um It was really quite, it, it stuck with me.
1: And there was a lot of smoking.
2: A lot of smoking. And
1: it's something about the reverse smoking that goes, wow, that was a lot of smoking. A lot so
2: of it, smoking. <laughs> the body's
1: absorbing the all right, so we get we get finished with our with our hallucination. What's well, a dream? i know, hallucination. Mm. Then uh, then we have the montage: of Hannibal and Will getting dressed at the same time. I have to say this: I feel that we were cheated, and and I'm going to tell you why I feel that we were cheated. Because I have wanted to figure out how he ties that goddamn tie for two seasons now, you know, and think, I'm like, today's my day. I think that would have taken. I was 20 really minutes. looking
2: forward uh, to you guys getting you know a little little instructional Something, video from Matts right? how, how to do make, you how to make create that, that tie.
1: And and they flip right through it.
2: They did.
3: Flip, flip. Uh, just a little <laughs> tip for you: Google. I will not.
1: <laughs> I will not <laughs> Google it. Did you mean tie the tie like a grown up? <laughs> yes, Google. That's what I meant. <laughs> anyway, so even we go, just the, sure. the stark you comparison too.
2: between their their shirts and the uh, the materials, the ties, it just showed what su- such a different place that they were both in.
1: Yeah, Hannibal's person suit is. It is of high quality.
3: Yes, I love the quality of that shirt.
1: Oh, it was. It really was. It was like it was visibly beautiful. impressive. Mm. All right. So we we get into court, and uh, and the prosecuting attorney comes out, and she seems she seems personally affronted by this. She's she's very very good, by the way. All of the guest stars this week, I was mm. blown out. Cynthia Nixon, you you went and found the uh, the, the defense attorney, Sean uh, Doyle. Sean
2: Doyle was who played uh who played the defense attorney Brower. So Leonard terrific Brower, was wonderful, Wouldn't and Raúl Esparza, of course, who plays Chilton, He's. he's, uh. he's Killing it, Lord High King shit really crap, creepy. weasel in charge. Oh, is he great? So creepy, so great. I love him. I love everything he does. So well
1: done. Um, so we get into the courtroom case, and we get back. We you know we get a little refresher for those of us who had forgotten about Derek uh, Jacob Hobbs and Minnesota Shrike, um, and and the idea being that Will profiles him, and then eventually uh, and he kills him, and in killing him, seems to adopt the persona, seems to be what the with uh, the the prosecutor is arguing, and uh, and and it's uh, and she's arguing that's on a conscious level, right? The prosecutor. Yes. 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 And then, and then the, uh, the then the state she, adopts.
3: She's pretty much saying he's the smartest person in the room that he has everybody fooled. How great was that
1: shot of Hannibal yes. when she, said, when she that. said that? Yes. And he's the smartest person in the room. And Hannibal's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen his tie? It's not as good as mine. <laughs> um, and we you know we now we get to something. We get a little tidbit here. I didn't I didn't remember from last season. You know she sa- she says that he kills and eats Abigail Hobbs. And they never found the rest of Ab, or at least the ear, because they never found the rest of Abigail. Mm-hmm. So is Abigail dead? Do we know?
2: I, I, I think I've made this. I think I made this prediction last season, but I don't think she's dead. And they even say that the ear was cut off while she was still alive. Just saying. Hmm. No one's found her body. She and Hannibal were pretty tight.
3: Yeah. Well, I don't
2: know. I. It's. I mean, I've made this prediction before. I will probably make it again. I think I just did. <laughs> I think you <laughs> just did. Alive. I
3: think you just did. I I just feel that Hannibal would not really leave anyone alive. Even though he did have that relationship with Abigail, I uh, I just don't see that one happening. They so. they got on very well, but, but did.
2: But why go to go Why go to all this trouble to hide it? To hide the body.
3: Well, I mean, uh, to keep the keep the you know priority on will. And he does have a
1: process, whatever it is. He he makes a beautiful meal. The presentation's always magnificent, Starring, and yes. they yeah. do tend to go away after mm-hmm. that. Whatever he does with the bones, it's 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 good. <laughs> it's it's impressive. Um,
2: I'm not sold yet.
3: Well, I feel like if if Abigail is alive, we need to find out sooner rather than later. So mm-hmm. hopefully, it'll be a, a, an answer that we'll get yes. really soon. I hope so too.
1: I like her a lot. I would. I, I'd yeah. like for her to be alive. Do you miss her? And
2: yeah. Aww.
1: Maybe she's all Van Gogh out, and we just get her with, with you know a little limpy, What's little, a ear? little she has lopsided one on the other side. Yeah. Huh? What was that over there? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we cut. We go outside, and Jack Crawford is having uh, his discussion with Cade Pernell, uh, our, our girl Cynthia Nixon, um, and she's she's kind of getting into him a little bit uh, because he seems to be kind of wishy washy on which on which way he's going to go.
2: Because he doesn't truly believe it, you know. He knows I, I think there's a part of him who doesn't want to believe it, mm-hmm. and there's another part of him, the pragmatic part. Who just he just can't put it together, even though all the evidence is pointing in that direction, and it's it's almost too obvious. It, it's just, there's something that he knows is missing.
1: So you think on some level he's got some, yes. his, his little his little spidey senses are tingling little something's not sense. right. Yeah,
2: well,
3: I I agree with that. I mean, he he if anything, and he says it, he feels guilty. He feels like he's the one who drove Will to possibly doing something, but he knows Will's not a hundred percent guilty. He doesn't feel Will has. Uh, pulled the wool over his eyes like the you know defend like the prosecution wants him to see uh i mean that's the way that's the way i look at it i i do think that cynthia nixon's character what's her name again uh, our me Cade uh, pernell Kate pernell i do think that she is just a, a a suit trying to cover her butt she just seems to continue to uh to to try and just get into jack's face no matter what decision he makes either way anyway well it sounds good
2: I, I think she needs the fbi for image control needs this verdict yeah, that's what I'm, th- she, she's,
1: she's running the company line. And she says to him, you know, if you don't wanna, you want to, you don't want to talk about your own point of view, if you feel guilty about that, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. Y- you have to go in there and be the FBI's witness then.
0: Yeah. And
1: so, and so we cut back into the courtroom. Um, we, we do need to take a second here. Uh, it, it is, it is March 17th, which means, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is March 17th. Oh, yeah, it's
0: Patrick's day, yeah day, which means it's
1: St. Patrick's Day. So everybody do a shot for us.
0: Woo.
1: Uh, it is also the day before March 18th. Which it is every year But this year on March 18th Maria's new reality show Chasing Maria Menounos, uh Is launching on Oxygen Tomorrow March the 18th And uh, we're going to show you A little something about it right now
3: Tuesdays on Oxygen I'm Maria Menounos And my life can get a little crazy I host Extra I'm an actor, producer, dancer wrestler, And a lot of other things I live with Kevin My boyfriend of 15 years Do you really love me? I would say that I'm in serious like And my parents Yep I just said I live with my parents You drive me crazy You drive me crazy My parents want us to get married
0: You both love each other Get married
3: Kevin and I don't Tomorrow I am going to get married When I want to get married I think I want kids Kevin definitely doesn't want them now
0: This is being pushed on to us And of
3: course my parents wanted them yesterday This year you gotta have them And I have a house full of people Counting on me financially If I take my eye off the ball Everything can fall apart It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks Or wants us to do It's what we want to do Everyone Things that they know what's best for me, but I'm really the only one I have got to figure things out. Chasing Maria Menunos is so
1: new every Tuesday at 10, 9 central, starting March 18th, only on oxygen. I don't know how that sounds
2: hysterical. <laughs> <It does. laughs>
1: I don't know how anybody keeps up with her. We, I think we all have to hang out with her for like one, maybe like 15 hour period, and I remember at the end of it just being so exhausted. Yeah. And then you saw, and then we saw her on TV mm-hmm. hosting a parade. About two hours later, yeah.
3: <laughs> like how? How do you do this? Well, Joe, Joe Braswell and myself have actually had the honor of working with her outside of AfterBuzz and, and uh, in Extra and Access Hollywood when she worked on both those shows. And she really works her butt off, and she's very passionate about everything—the wrestling, the dancing, everything. When she takes on a project, she. Goes full hog. So to see her multitask is amazing.
1: It is nonstop, man. And her parents are cool as hell. They're funny as They're they're hilarious.
3: And of course, Kevin, who's also our boss here in AfterBuzz. Absolutely. Amazing. It's a, it's a great, it's a great idea.
1: It's a
2: great dynamic. Her parents, her
1: parents (laughs) parents, parents are hilarious. You're Greek. I'm like, no, I'm Sicilian. (laughs) You're, you're Greek. Come on. (laughs) All right. So please check out tomorrow on Oxygen, March 18th, uh, the big launch for Mm -hmm. Chasing Marie Menunos. Do yourself a favor. Check that guy out. All right. Back to Hannibal.
3: Yes. All right. Back so we've Hannibal. got Jack
1: up on the stand. All right. Now, now he talks about how he met Will. And this is a great little thing, because I don't remember this, but maybe this, is, this happens before the action of the show. He met Will at the opening of the Evil Minds Museum, right? And, and, and Will did not like the name, because it glorified banal and cruel men. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so this is, the, this is the, the picture we're getting of this guy. Not a killer, clearly, but this prosecutor's not going to let it go.
2: No. No,
3: of course not. No.
1: Um, anyway, that, that we get, Will is very likely on the spectrum. What is that? What do we? Uh,
2: the, the autistic spectrum. Is the autistic spectrum? That's what well, I, well, I, I, I believe
3: I wrote down, I wrote it down here somewhere. Uh, I'll find it. Oh, yeah. He's a introverted personality and he places himself somewhere on the spectrum between Asperger's and autism. Yeah. And claims to have an empathy disorder. So, uh, all this stuff. And of course, the doctor's saying, they're saying he's never been diagnosed. This is just everything that Will claims.
1: Oh, I see. So the idea, the structure we're kind of putting together on the prosecution side is that no one's examined him. This is all, this is, and, and yeah. Childress said it. He refuses Childress to be it. examined. Yeah. Shelton. Chilton, I'm sorry. Yeah. Chilton said it, and, and so there's no, there's no outside verification. This is just Will's point of view. Mm-hmm. And the way this.
2: that he presents himself to the world. He's living this, whether it's a lie or not, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's, th- this is who he is. And I, he seems to obviously present to be somewhere on the spectrum.
3: Yeah. He's presenting, he's projecting himself to be a certain way. But of course what the prosecution is trying to say is that he is fully aware, again, being the smartest man in the world, he's fully aware of what he's doing. He's yeah. playing games with people. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's just, nailing Hannibal to a T just doesn't realize it's it. hilarious isn't it <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: everything she's saying is all about Hannibal mm. um and then Jack goes on to say uh Will hated the work I made him do it I was warned by by numerous people that not to push him I could break him and I did and here we are
2: so this was a big turn for Jack this was a big moment for him he comes in from the scene before with uh, Cynthia Nixon with Katie Purnell uh she's telling him you know, this is the evidence that you presented, this is what it is, do your job for the FBI, let yourself off the hook. Uh, she said that to him. So right. now he's up on the stand doing what he's supposed to do, and he he cannot tell a lie. He is honest Abe here. And he that's the moment where he admits to himself, I think, that he doesn't necessarily he there's a shred of doubt for him that Will has been that Will is the killer.
1: Mm. And he's giving and their he's, defense.
2: Yeah, and he's taking some of the blame.
1: Yeah, he's giving their defense plausibility, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's saying, if he did it, it's mm-hmm. my fault. Yeah. Because I broke him. Yep. Absolutely. I broke his he's mind. He's
2: warned. He said, I put those checks and balances in place, and then I ignored them. And here we are.
1: And Katie got pissed.
2: Ooh, was she mad? C- out.
1: Cynthia Nixon. She's Cynthia Nixon right out of there. Mm. <laughs> Straight out the door. Like
2: only she can. Right?
1: Mm. Um, she had a great, great casting choice for that. She's, she's terrific. She's, she got, she's got that cold, calculating thing. With just enough em- just enough empathy in her voice to kind of make you mm-hmm. think she might give you a hug, maybe, mm-hmm. but probably not. But probably not. It's perfect. Um, defense counsel. I I love this guy. What did you say his name was?
2: Uh, Sean Doyle is the actor playing Leonard Brower. Sean
1: mm. Doyle. He was he killed it, man. He
2: was mm. great.
1: <laughs> that whole scene where he's like, "Listen, this isn't law. This is advertising." Yes, <laughs> <This> is <totally laughs> smarmy. Yeah, he was very Marmy, yeah. Exactly. Mm. And unflappable, like we get the ear delivered right. He dumps it on his desk. Yeah. and He's like, "Oh, this for you." I think I opened your mail.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome.
2: He had some great lines in this, right? yes. and he delivered them so so perfectly. I, I, mm. I, I hope he survives. I hope so
1: too. <laughs> ma- ma- maybe they'll kill him last.
2: <laughs> maybe yeah. last, right? It, we still need him.
1: I always feel like it's command. We're watching the the movie Commando with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh-huh. I always feel like that. You know, like you told me, you kill me last. I lied. Yes. You know, I always feel like everyone's going to die. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so we we get this ear dropped on us, uh, apropos of nothing, and so now we know that there's there, there's somebody uh, somebody else is involved here now. Whether or not, uh, what do we
3: call it? It's a copycat. It's a copycat mm-hmm. because obviously the e- the ear goes back to Abigail Hobbs, or it's not the ear it goes back to, but just the but actual it's a send up to imagery that. of the ear right. goes back to Abigail Hobbs.
1: Well, it's one of the four. It's one of the four types of murder that that Will had. Right? Yes, exactly. Yes. I got a theory about that. I don't think it's copycat.
3: Okay, well we'll, <laughs> we'll save that. that.
1: We'll say that theory for a little bit later. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ding, there it is. Got, got it. it. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, then we have our, our our meeting with Jack and Hannibal, and, and this this really plays in. This is this is the continuation of Jack's uh, of Jack on the stand. You know, Hannibal's a brave thing you did. It may have cost me my job. Um, and he says, "Was it your resignation?" And he says, "Wait, I've given my life to death." And yeah. kind of. You get the vibe he wants it back. He's kind of done, right?
3: Well, I think that was also in reference to Bella, because then he starts talking about his wife.
2: Death has followed you home.
3: Yes, because death come has come followed you. in your life. house. Well, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I believe that was almost that was kind of leading on to to Bella when he said that line. And
2: he even said uh, before the "I've given my life to death" line, he says, "I haven't felt better in weeks." Mm. And Hannibal says to him, "Clarity will do that." So I thought that was a, a really interesting uh, moment for 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 the both of them.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, she she eventually tells him not to commit professional suicide and not to force an issue for the short term emotional satisfaction it can have. So, again, I think I think that's also because his his mind is on Bella all of a sudden and his mind's on. You know what? I failed. I failed will. And perhaps uh, this is what I'm meant to be. And I'm meant to retire or quit and go wife. back to be with my wife.
1: So, so remind me. I don't remember what Bella's deal was. She's sick with is it cancer? Is cancer, it cancer, terminal, terminal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and he said that she keeps the bedroom, no flowers, no pills. Yeah. There's no sickness, right? And so he, he was saying he could take her to Italy. She could die there. We, that's that's where they met. That's where they yeah.
0: met. That's
1: grim, man. That's a tough place to be. That's
3: grim. All it's right. Oddly romantic in a weird way too, but isn't it's it? grim.
1: Yes. It's it's like gothic. It's it's yeah. just like you know it, it's of a different era almost. Hmm. Um, Alright, so you're not sick, uh, Jack. Your, your your wife is, and, and, and you guys, we, we hit that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Next. I, I feel like this was such a dense episode. I do, I, I feel know, like we're going a through a checklist. Um, um, Alright, so we see Hannibal and Will in the cell, and Will is still running his game on Hannibal. And Hannibal says he is grateful that someone uh, sent that ear, and there's another killer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, 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 uh, uh, and how will putty? he's a "You know, I don't know what I don't know what anyone else is capable of anymore." So, um, so so here's the question here, uh, with Will here talking with Hannibal. Hannibal still has no idea that Will's playing him, right? Yeah, yeah. So he, you think he's bought it, hook well, line and sinker?
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's such a great again dialogue, in this scene was so great about uh, Will asking Hannibal, "How far would you go to help me?" And uh, you know, I'm grateful someone has, and and then Will saying, "Accusing you makes me look insane." I'm not insane, not anymore. Not
2: anymore. I mean, right. that's
3: a that's a huge like. It's almost like a wink to. Han- I'm not insane. I I know what's going on, and and I think I don't think Hannibal's bought hook line and sinker, but I think Hannibal, if anything, he is a little. He's just so. You know, high status, and he just feels like he's above everything. He's like, "Yeah, you think you have me? Okay, I'm gonna let you believe that you. You have think that's me. it? I really think it's just again a chess game where, okay, it's your move, Will. I want to get you out of here. I know, I know your end game is probably to get me, uh, you know, to switch places with me. But uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have fun with this and see what happens. We're gonna see if you get to check me, but you're not gonna checkmate me. Uh, yeah, but uh. He
2: cares about him as well? He does. Does he, he l- really? Though? I really think he does. He says it not only to Will, he says it to his own therapist, and he says it over and over and over. He is my friend. I care about him. I care about what happens to him. I don't want him I, to be in. Mm, I don't want you to be in here. I think he does. I don't know. I think he, I think he's sort of on both sides of that spectrum there, but I think in the end, it's rooted in love.
1: You think, so? I, see, here's what I think. I think he's, I think he's trying on a next level person suit. Can I have a friend? maybe I'll try a wife in a few years, like how you know you know what I'm saying, like
3: maybe I maybe should start with
1: a dog, yeah, start with a dog and move, yeah. well, you know he hasn't tried with the pets yet, but you know he's trying like maybe that maybe that's what will is to him he's like a pet he's like well i like I, yeah. I am gonna I'm gonna set him up, and I'm gonna see if I can sell to everyone that I have a friend and see if I can show friend and see if I can show that I have a a, a person I care about and I, I don't know i i it doesn't
2: mm, doesn't gel for you, huh?
1: His brand of lovin' ain't nice. <laughs> <laughs> Your brand of lovin''s rough. Mm. I love Mad's face, too, because there's nothing on it. Yeah. There's, it's just a grim grill, and it's like, is he no? Does he not know? You can't read him.
3: Nothing happened. You can't anymore. read him, but I really do think that he still feels he's on top of uh, on top of this whole thing, and Will can think whatever he wants to think, but uh, he's two steps ahead.
1: All right, so he says something, though, that's going to tie in with my thought here, Yeah, because, again... You know, is Hannibal really? Does he really like Will? Does he really not like Will? Is he this new killer? Is he ought- Anyway, so this killer wants to be seen. Will, he cares about you. Like, that's what he says. Yeah, he cares so, what happens mm, to you. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, then we, we hop back to the courtroom where we, we see Freddie Lowndes for the first time in a One while. What an outfit,
2: Freddie. Yes, she oh really dressed goodness. it up for the trial, didn't she? Really laying mm. it on thick. Gloves, hat. Oh, didn't she look like She's a cheap missing widow? She's like a southern accent, <laughs>
0: right?
1: Didn't she look like a widow who's trying to sell it to the insurance salesman? Yeah, she needed oh, a little yeah. veil. Oh, little I got the vapors! Veil. I got the vapors! I'm <laughs> so sad. Oh, I loved it. Uh, the The defense attorney was great. Well, Freddie says Abigail was afraid of Will, and and you're know, afraid that she would that he would kill her and eat her. And that, that's incredibly specific, Freddie. Bullshit. Right? Yeah. And then the defense attorney. I love him. So, uh, how many times have you been sued for libel? Six. And how many times did you settle?
2: Six.
1: I got no further questions. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
2: That was, that, was to- that was a good reenactment. That was. That was high yeah, five. Yeah, nice, that, nice work.
3: <laughs> Way to put an unreliable witness on the stand. Right. Jeez. Amazing.
1: Oh, yeah. You would think, right, that the, the prosecutor would have been like, hmm. Well,
2: she's the most unsympathetic character, oh, that God, Freddie yes. Lowns. Oh, stand yeah. to her fiery red curls. Oh, she's awful and great. I love her. Oh,
1: she's terrific. <laughs> I, I, I just love the idea, too, that you put her on the stand. You're right. You're 100% right, Nando. Like yeah. There's no there's no sense of the prosecutor going like, this, this is probably a really bad idea.
2: <laughs> I mean, she works for Tattle Crime. Come on. <laughs> the name is Tattle. Come on.
3: Tattle crime.
1: All right. So after our girl, Freddie Lowens, is done, we go to the practice session with Dr. Alana Bloom and my favorite new defense attorney. She, what's his name? Sean. Sean Doyle. I love this scene. He's the actor. Mm. This is such a great scene. Oh, oh, oh. You go all... You, when you're talking about Will, you go all starry and non-blinky. <laughs> <laughs> looks like you stepped in young adult it and practiced. young
2: adult was really good. <laughs> it's just his delivery. You're smitten with the accuser. While it's adorable... Right. It's not our brand of defense. It's
1: not defense. our brand of defense. <laughs> Looks like you stepped in young adult and tracked it in the courtroom. Oh, my goodness. That was beautiful.
2: I loved it, though. And I love the way he sort of stands up to Alana. Because Alana, she's a, she's a powerhouse, Alana Bloom. You know, she's very serious. She's very bright. So it's nice to, I don't know. I just think it's nice for her to be brought down a peg every once in a while. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I think she's, she always strikes me as the type of character that, like, you know, I, I actually got a sister who's very much like her. <laughs> like, well, I feel this way, and therefore it's Right. And well no not always I mean, you feel that way and that's great no it's right like, no it's how you feel that's and all it is I just love
2: that the this attorney keeps on getting down to to the basics of it he, it's not about whether he's guilty or innocent. It's about the verdict. Guilt or innocent is not necessarily a verdict. Mm-hmm. You know that's what we're trying to accomplish here. It's it's advertisement. It. It's selling the audience. So stop it, guys. Stop getting all clinical on me. It's not about this. It's Can- about the end results. That's
1: it. Can we get them to have enough confusion? That's all yes. we need. All right. Uh,
2: but they all want answers. Answers.
1: Answers. Uh, we 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 get the knife here. We found out that the that the lab, our friends at the lab. Who They were hilarious this episode. They were they, funny this it's, it's so dense that we're, they're not going to get enough love for it, but they were funny. Um So they find the knife, and we found out that it's Will's knife. Mm-hmm. And it was checked in as evidence, mm-hmm. then checked out by our bailiff, Andrew Sykes, and never returned. Never returned. Yes. And then, so we go to the house, and it's been booby-twapped.
2: <laughs> beautifully.
1: Bo- beautifully booby-twapped. <laughs> and we wind up with a crispy corpse... On antlers, mm-hmm. with a slice-open mouth. Missing an ear. Missing an ear. Mm-hmm. That's one, four- two,
2: three, four. four.
1: Four. Four in one special. Boom. Done. Ta-da! So, our crime investigators, Hannibal, uh, we have this, this what did Hannibal call it <laughs> when Hannibal gets there? He goes, "Was it, an arresting bit of theater? Is that what he called it? <laughs> so, this is Will Graham's greatest hits, Will right? Will
2: Graham's greatest hits. Yes.
1: Um... So now we have the possibility that there's that there's someone else that could pin this all on. Right? And it, yeah.
2: it needs to be noted that these some of uh, the things that were done to this corpse to this uh, what was his name Andrew Sykes. Um, it was not released to the public. Right, these yeah. weren't public. So these this is someone on the inside, off. guys. No mm-hmm. one knows about a lot of this stuff.
1: I'll tell you who I think it is. They run. I have
2: an idea. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh, so we get Jack and Cade in front of the judge, and that did not go well. Uh, Jack is summarily told that he does not get to plan the defense, and uh, you know, move on. Um, then we get Will fishing in his mind, which is we've talked about it on the interwebs.
2: God, yes, we have. Will
1: is Will is doing his mind fishing, where he's trying to get he's trying to get to trying to find the uh, the truth.
2: He seemed to be in a happy place fishing, didn't he? Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, likes fishing.
3: Not in real life.
2: Just Just while Chilton is testifying.
3: It's just yeah, he's just like checking out.
2: Uh, this is another moment where, and uh, Chilton up on the stand is really just describing Hannibal to a T, much like the uh, the prosecuting attorney oh, yeah. was doing once again. Oh yeah, brilliantly too. Mm-hmm. God, he's so smarty. He's so great, Raul Esparza. Not what do you what did he,
1: what did he say for not yet a name for what he is?
2: Yes, and saving I, I, lives is just as arousing as ending. That. Yeah, that was
1: so good. Driven um,
2: by vanity, high opinion of his intelligence. Uh, and caught the other killers to prove he was smarter than all of them. That is Hannibal Two A T. Yeah, absolutely. Bing! <laughs> Hannibal
1: absolutely loved it, and and I just love Doctor Chilton <laughs> as a character because he is such a crap weasel, mm-hmm. and I just adore. He's got that goofy cane that he's playing with the whole time, like you creepy little thing, you. <laughs> so vanity and whim, isn't that what, it, what that's that's? Uh, isn't that what else we said? That's why Will caught the criminals. That's that's right. Okay, yeah, we said that you said that.
2: I said it. I got you. I got you. You got covered. this,
1: you got this.
2: I just thought it was a, uh it was just perfect, everything he said, to a T. Hmm. Loved it. Right on the money. Way yes. to go, Chilton. Way to go. Wrong dude. <laughs>
1: uh And we, we know that Chilton gets his eventually. So we can always we can always wait for that.
2: I mean an old friend for dinner.
1: Yes, we're having an old friend for dinner. All right, so we get Hannibal and Will. And we got Will doing his old do here. We give him the crime scene pictures. Well, Hannibal gives him the crime scene-, crime scene pictures, the forensic report. What do you see? Return of the Pendulum. Yes. First time in season yes. two. Yes.
2: I've been waiting for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I got a little excited. I got a little nostalgic, excited, all of the above. Right? I love the Pendulum.
1: And we, we have our recreation. Which was incredibly creepy.
2: Cool effects.
1: Mm, yeah. That
2: impaling onto the antlers. Ah. Uh, Hot damn, d- that looked know,
1: good. You know what made me think of? I get practical sometimes. I'm like, well, then you had to have you had to have mounted that on a couple of two by fours or a couple of two by sixes because there's no way in hell it would have taken the man's weight unless you properly anchored it to the ground.
2: Hmm. That's what you thought about. That's what that's, I thought that's about. That's your takeaway. That's why the bailiff looked like a big guy. Because you're making a Home Depot shopping list. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I need can some you rope from <laughs> <water>. Home Depot <laughs> in his, in his spacesuit.
1: Right? I can
2: see no, it no, now. I'll find
1: it myself. Thank you. <laughs> I, I know exactly where to go. Um, okay,
2: so that was gruesome. Down to like the cutting of the, uh, the mouth. That the was what was the mouth girl? smiley thing. Good effects, huh? Mm. Bloody teeth. Slice,
1: slice, slice.
2: Mm. All right. Love it. Never so, gets old.
1: We get, we get down to it though, we find out that it's a tribute, but it is not the same, because the other victims all had this horrible stuff happen to them while they were alive. Lungs removed while they're alive, burned alive, of course, that is in the name, while you're alive. He is, uh, now this guy shoots people.
2: Kills them first, and mm. then mutilates.
1: And then mutilates. So, so he says, he says to, to Hannibal, you know this is not the same killer. And then he brings up Akram's broom, which I was not familiar with.
2: No, I had to rewind it a million times because I thought I was missing something.
1: I'm familiar with the razor, but not the broom.
2: Would you like to tell us about it?
1: I'm going to tell you what they said. I didn't look it up (laughs) independently.
2: (laughs) This may be total BS. I have no idea. Just sell it, Joe. Sell it. Uh, Ignore
1: the facts that refute your argument uh, and hope that no one will notice. I would imagine if you look that up in the dictionary, the hope that no one would notice part probably won't be there. Hmm. Mm. But um, that's Akram's broom, apparently. Uh, And maybe it's a thing Maybe it's not I don't know We have no idea But Will said it And so now there it is It's a thing here Hmm. So Hannibal wanted to Dispel your doubts Once and for all I want you to believe In the best of me Why? Why does he say that to Will?
2: Because he likes him Why? Because he wants him To be his friend
1: I don't understand
2: I don't understand it But that's where That's where all signs Are pointing What do you think? Yeah Yeah? You Mm -hmm. think he wants to be friends?
3: I think Of course he wants to be friends but why
2: two to one Joe
3: I know but I've got
1: really big exclamation points and question marks <laughs> which means I was very serious about the question alright so so Hannibal says I wanted to dispel your doubts once and for all and I want you to believe in the best of me we don't know why uh, and then he says he is your path to freedom which said to me that if you took this at face value hey Will I can get you out of prison and we can do this whole effing thing again <laughs> wouldn't that be fun we can start the beginning. Start the dance over. We can song. start whacking people. Yeah. I'll have you solve the crimes, I'll make you insane again and put you back in prison. Won't that be fun?
2: But we'll be together. Lulu. Lou, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know, man.
2: This killer wrote you a poem. Are you gonna let him are you gonna let his love go to waste? Mm. Mm.
1: And then we have our meeting with Alana and, and Will and the defense attorney, switching tactics. Alana is very uncomfortable. Yes. And frankly, so was I. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> And then Hannibal is set to testify, not Alana. We get rid of Alana. And then Will sees the stag.
2: Yes. I see a lot of that this season. Yeah, a lot of symbolism. a lot of, see a lot of uh, Hannibal stag. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a lot of symbolism in this show right now. We got the Will executing Will, suited mm-hmm. Will executing, not suited Will. Yeah. Either way, it's electric chair. We've got the stag that we see, the stag that let him out of the cell. And then, i
0: am mm-hmm. the, saying?
1: <laughs> and then, then Hannibal is back at the cell saying, welcome back to the cell. So the stag will get you out and the stag will put you back in. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we haven't got there yet, but I'm saying a lot of symbolism going on here. Okay. A lot of deep stuff happening. Um, So Hannibal is supposed to be uh, Will's stability. He He points the new killer. Will rightly could not believe he did these things. He is my friend. Okay, so he's saying that Will correctly could not believe he did these things. I was supposed to be Will's stability. This new killer must be the one who did it because Will didn't do it. It's right that he wouldn't believe that he did it. Right? Isn't that what what Hannibal's essentially saying in the testimony? Yes.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) So here's my question. Okay. Here's my question. All right, so the prosecutor is no joke, right? So she goes, you know, she goes after it. She says these guys were shot first. Then they were mutilated. Obviously not the same killer. Judge says, what? Inadmissible defense. Out. Now Will is in deep shit because the insanity defense is out.
2: So him taking the stand <clears throat> and intentionally, excuse me, leaving out the fact that um, that the bodies were shot first. Right. Mm-hmm. And the prosecutor bringing it up. So he is intentionally leaving that out. So he is committing perjury for Will. Will knows that he's committing perjury for him. So now they have, I feel like, kind of an unspoken bond, much like Hannibal had with Abigail when they lied for each other when she killed the kid.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: I think it's a a, a a tactic that he uses to make people indebted to him. So they, they both seem to have something over each other right now. Ooh,
1: that's interesting. Okay. All right. So, so you... he's
2: kind of like his, his new little Abigail. Because he really took her under his wing last season. Oh, well, he did. And now, um, and now he's going all out to get him out of prison, including committing perjury. But they both know that they're lying, that he's lying.
1: Does this make sense? I'm working mm. it out here. Mando, what do you yeah. think? Uh,
0: well, <laughs>
2: am I onto something? Am I crazy?
3: I think you're. I think you're onto something.
1: What do you? What do you? Okay, so so here's my question. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. Hannibal knows that it's not the same killer. Obviously,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Hannibal knows that uh, the evidence will show that it's not the same killer because this killer is obviously a copycat. He's shooting people first. Mm-hmm. The other people were tortured. Mm-hmm. So much more control of the scene, right? Isn't that the deal? You have to have so much control of the scene so you can actually torture these people. Right? At Mm -hmm. your leisure. Yes. Right? But these guys didn't have that. So, do you think Hannibal took the stand, honestly attempting to get Will off, or do you think he took the stand so that in doing it this way, he shut down the insanity defense, therefore guaranteeing that Will is going to go all the way through the trial? I don't know. Mm. See? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, because remember she said that you, you you can't go back to an insanity defense once you've gone with a uh, hey yeah. you're, you're, I'm not. Well, the you can go defense. back to that
2: whole yeah uh,
3: I, unconscious defense.
2: I don't know. He seemed pretty pissed when it got thrown out when it was inadmissible.
3: Yeah. All right. So if he you... exacted some and revenge then the there. The next didn't scene he? we see pretty much is the whole thing with the judge. Yeah, that's so, so what I'm
2: saying. He's pissed. Wonder.
1: Yeah. So okay. So you're saying he that... had a
2: plan and it was shot yeah. down.
1: So the janitor discovers the judge. <laughs> Holy shit.
2: Holy um, shit is right. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. No
1: brain. The brain is on the scales of justice.
3: Justice is blind, mindless, and heartless.
2: Yep. Blind,
3: mindless, mindless and, heart- and heartless. Yes. God, heartless. Yes. Because the brain good. and the hearts are on the scales.
1: It's, it's so bizarre. I love this era of television because nothing's off limits anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, hey, we're going to make some symbolism. We're going to string up a judge. We'll cut his brain out. <laughs> we'll put a blindfold on him. We'll put his brain and his heart on the scales of justice. And you guys can dig the, symbol, the symbols out of it.
2: And it's kind of pretty
1: and we're impressed <laughs> we're and, impressed and, and no one's no one's picketing the show everybody's like that was really good <laughs> that was really good <laughs> that was impressive alright so again shot and displayed though right and mm-hmm. and what, yes. what, what did what did Hannibal say about psychopathic violence is
2: goal oriented
1: goal oriented
2: means to a very particular end
1: so he wants to delay the trial is it, that is that what the end result? Well, I
2: don't know.
3: That's the, that's the question. Was that the end result? Because I think it was pretty obvious that this was going to end up as a mistrial. Yeah. So, is this person's goal to get Will out of prison, or is this person's goal to just keep the torment going on for Will? That's, that's, my that's question. the question. Yeah. I mean, that's what I see. And then and then also, really, you know, we keep thinking that this killer wants Will uh, out, but I don't know if that's necessarily clear. The one thing that I think is really interesting, though, I think is uh even after the justice, um, after they discover the justice, Jack is still getting hammered about you know because it's like as if this is all Jack's fault. He's getting hammered by uh, what's Cynthia N- Nixon's character Kate. again, Kate. Yeah, and uh, Katie. Katie. And I almost feel like she seems to ha- almost have more, um, more to gain from this than uh than you might think because I think she really wants to use Jack as a scapegoat. You know, you think
1: so? Yeah, think
3: she wants to hang it all around his neck. I think so. I'm, I'm not saying she's the killer, but I'm just saying I, I, I don't know if Hannibal's the killer. Um, I don't think he is. But this new
2: one, this copycat. I think this, this copycat, copycat
3: one is someone new, or, or maybe like you said, you know, it could be like Abigail, or it could be somebody else that comes back. But, but definitely, whoever this person is, is not taking you know the same liberties with these uh, killings that that Hannibal did. Even when Hannibal did the apparent copycat in season one, it wasn't like this. So, uh. You know, it was something that only Will could figure out. But everyone seems to know about this gunshot.
1: Well, this is this is a pretty... I mean, uh, you how do you display a sitting judge in his own chambers and no one noticed? I mean, these are public buildings. There's yeah. tons of people around. Mm-hmm. This is an impressive maneuver here. So
3: you would think it'd have to be an official of some sort.
1: Or somebody that would not cause any... Maybe somebody wearing a suit with a big tie. I mean, if you're wearing a suit, you can pretty much go anywhere you want. Well, and,
3: a, and again, uh, Will did say when he was breaking down the, the crime for the bailiff that uh, the bailiff died thinking he think had a buddy he had, he, think yeah. he had a friend right
1: all right well here's here's a here and this scene got got interesting to me first off it was interesting to me that Katie was was so vehemently like berating Jack and then she turns around and she looks like she's going to puke, and she leaves the the deal. She's like, I, you know, clearly like I'm going to leave the dead people to you, dead people, people. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm not going to stay here and, and just stare at this guy. This I can't handle this. Um, and then and then you have the discussion uh, about uh, about this whole thing with Hannibal, and, and he he says he feels like Peter. I'm about to deny Will for the third time, but this isn't the same killer. Um, and then um and then and then Jack and Kate, Kate tells him to cut Will loose, like cut him loose, get out. Here's my question. It comes down to the vision here. We didn't get to the vision. So let's talk briefly about the vision. We don't have much time left. So the stag opens the cell, right, for yes. Will. When we go into this, this little montage at the end where we see where everybody's at. Stag opens the cell for Will, and Will can go down the hallway, and he does, following the stag. And then he turns back, and Hannibal is holding the door to the cell open for him. And uh, and, and looks like he's uh, he's like kind of ushering him back into the cell. Mm-hmm. So is that Hannibal will get you out, and Hannibal will put you back? Or is it the other way? Hannibal put you in, and Hannibal get you out?
3: Uh Well, I think for one thing, I definitely see the cycle of him getting out and then possibly getting back in because of Hannibal. So, which I, I think is uh, absolutely what we see happening. You know, we see, we see Hannibal having fun with Will, bringing him back back in only only to confuse him and possibly bring him back. Uh, you know, bring him back out just to confuse him and bring him back in again. Or so maybe it's that.
2: Will deciding if he's going to let Hannibal do whatever he needs to to get him out, or if he's going to. Feel too guilty about that
0: if that mm. makes sense, mm-hmm.
2: because Will uh, Hannibal is presenting to Will options to get out, so, but they're they are misguided and they are they seem pretty darn illegal. Yeah. So is he going to let him do that?
1: Well, I don't know. Double jeopardy. Just to get you out, get away with it, you're, you're done. But um, all right. Well, let's take a look at that last scene real quick. Alana is holding Will. You know, Alana's talking to Will. I hope you. hope this verdict would help you move on. That was her motivation. I want you to move on. And uh, and then. Uh, you know, what does the killer want? The killer wants to know me. Is that that's, Will, that's what Will says, right? The killer wants to know me. And then, what do you want? And she says to save you. It felt like Russian theater to me. Like it felt like Chekhov. <laughs> but but you know, what what made the scene work was the simplicity of it. They didn't overwork it. I thought. I thought it was very. It was very. How sim- much can
2: you do when you're chained to a table? Yeah. A fair point. It's a fair <laughs> point. What did you want? A little song and dance?
1: The other version of the scene where they're flying. You know. <laughs> That's a fair point. They were chained to a table. <laughs> no. Well, he was. She was nice enough to sit there with him. Mm. Uh, I like that cute little scene. I want to say, I want, I want to save you. I'll, does Alana get to save him? I, I guess we'll find out. All right, you guys. Do we have any news and gossip on this thing? No. I didn't think I so. Think Let's so. go straight to predictions, man.
0: And now you're after Buzz TV
1: prediction. Julia Keerley. I don't want to hear about your predictions yet. Nando
3: Velasquez, what do you got for us? Of course, you always have it against me. Uh, (laughs) I think, uh, you know what? I just feel it for some reason. I don't like Katie. I just Mm -hmm. don't like her. Mm. And I I don't know if I could see her doing this, but I, I, uh, I definitely feel she knows more about the copycat killers than she's letting on. So maybe okay. I'll say I'll say there I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. So Katie's involved in this I copycat killer situation. I think Katie's involved in this, and and uh, whether she wants to admit it or not, and All she's right. putting and she's putting the emphasis on Jack. All right, I got you. Okay, uh, Julia Kearley.
2: Um, this one's a little far fetched, but. Bring it. I think Abigail is alive, mm-hmm. and I think she is the copycat killer working under working under Hannibal, that he's putting her up to it. That's why she has to shoot them first, because she's not strong enough to overtake them Ooh, on her own. Uh, except for maybe the judge. I think Hannibal maybe had something to do with that, because he was pretty pissed. So, yeah, I think Abigail is alive, and she's working with Hannibal, or he's sort of puppet-mastering her mm. to carry out these copycat kills. Interesting.
1: Hmm. All right, I think... Here's my prediction mm-hmm. if you're ready for this. I'm I ready. think I think Hannibal's the killer straight up. I think he is setting this up for more torture for Will. I mean there's really no way to lose if it is Hannibal. If if everybody buys into the the whole thing that he's the the copycat is is the actual killer, great Will's out, we start the party all over again. If he's if if it goes the way it's going now, I get to torment Will some more and kill some more people and have some more fun and mess with everybody. And we'll see if anybody figures this out. That's what I think is going on. That's my prediction. Hannibal's a killer. There you go. Boom. Mm.
2: So, so your prediction is that Hannibal murders people? Uh, you know what? <laughs> these
1: people. That's what makes it a good prediction. Is it specific to these people?
2: That's a really good prediction. That's a good prediction.
1: Bro. Wow. You shut up, Julie. <laughs> I'm not talking to you anymore. Don't you laugh in it's there, Mrs. Serpini. For the
2: following, then you'll talk to me. Then I'll
1: talk to you later on tonight. <laughs> All right. Uh, we want to thank you guys all for downloading us on iTunes, and if you have downloaded us on the iTunes, uh, we love ratings, and if you could rate us, uh, we do love uh, Julia. What do we love?
2: Um, I think the number is five. We do. We love five. Five.
1: Um, and if you are downloading us on the iTunes, and you'd like to check us out, check us out on the YouTube's. We're not bad looking people, all well, some of us anyway. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we appreciate you very, very much downloading, taking the time, and uh, any comments, any feedback you guys have, we read them all, and we would uh, we, we, we'll usually talk back and forth with you. It's easier on uh, on YouTube. Um, Nando Blasquez, where can we find you, sir?
3: You can find me on the twitter at nandovel n-a-n-d-o-v-e-l and here for the walking dead uh, on after buzz as well as with you guys on bates motel and the following
1: and miss julia kearley
2: uh you can find me as well on twitter at my name julia kearley j-u-l-i-a-c-e-a-r-l-e-y same thing on instagram and then here at after buzz the following blacklist and uh, um blacklist Blacklist. and hannibal (laughs) god i love hannibal
1: and you can find me at JoeFlippo, J-O-E-F-L-I-P-O, on the Twitters. And uh, my website is josephsanflippo.com. And we will see you guys if you're... Uh, you if,
2: and Joe K. Braswell. Don't ooh, forget to yes, follow him yes. on Twitter, too. He's who will not be back, with us this week.
1: He will be back next week after he's debauched all of Denver.
0: <laughs> we will see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.